The Club Championship Show on OTB Sports. Brilliant game of hurling, edge your seat stuff, Tony Kelly, masterclass from start to finish. To win a Connacht Senior Championship is uh, it's special. The Club Championship Show. Subscribe to the GEA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. So I'm here at the FAI headquarters in Abbottstown with the Republic of Ireland manager Vera Powell. Vera has just been going through a press conference responding to the allegations that were in that report on women's soccer in America that came out on Wednesday night. Vera, these allegations, they stem back to 2018 when you were a coach at the Houston Dash. There are serious allegations that are within this report. It says that you shamed players for their weight, attempting to exert excessive control over their eating habits. It says players credibly reported that you criticised them for their appearance, saying that some were too big, while also praising other players for losing weight with no apparent correlation to performance or health. How do you respond to those allegations? Well, what I've been trying to make clear in the, in the press conference is the opposite of how I'm acting. It's absolutely the opposite. I never take weights. Uh, medical staff uh, are doing that, especially in Houston Dash. They needed to uh, to see if they were not losing weight too much because of the heat and losing the fluid because they are so hot and humid. And I never want to know fat percentages because I know what it can do to women. Um, I only talk about eating more. Um, because women in general do not eat enough um, as athletes. I've never said anything about not eating. If uh, there was one player who said at the start of the season to me that she wanted to lose weight, I literally said, do not diet. There's no need for it. You're absolutely okay. We all have a different body and um, um, you just need to get fit and you need to get snappy. And halfway the season, it went okay. Her test was really good. It, it was going upwards. So I said, you're getting snappy, you're getting fitter. Um, so how do you feel? Yeah, I feel great. Your performance is going up. So we're on the right track. And they now um, uh, translate that into that she was losing weight. There was no, in, no talk about losing weight at all. It is four years ago. Have you spoken to people who were at the Houston Dash at the same time over the last couple of days, players who were there, about your language, about your tone, that maybe in your head you didn't speak to them in that way, but maybe players took yeah. it up differently? Yeah, because I've, of course I've been uh, thinking and asking, and it has there been anything that could have led to this? Um, uh, the Dutch paper found a player and who's coming out like I've been every single minute there and it's just ridiculous it's even laughable she said because Vera is just doing the opposite she always made sure that we all took our protein shakes she always made sure because the medical staff was not there then we only had a physio and she was then busy with preparation that we were eating enough before the game always encouraging to eat more always encouraging to eat after the game always encouraging to eat after the training. Um, so uh, they, it's, it's written there that I said the plays were too big. I wouldn't even know which player would be too big because they were athletes, they were coming from top athlete programs. Um, every single player was fine the way she is. I only um, judge players on um, how they execute tasks and not on how they appear or whatever. Um, they said about uh, controlling their fitness regimes. Yes, that is my task as a coach, 
to make sure that they don't overload themselves. So we were was that we done in correlation with strength and conditioning coaches? Because yeah. the implication from this is that it wasn't based on the science that you were just deciding what players should do in terms of their yeah. fitness and their weight. Rubbish. I know um, I use a different uh, approach. Um, I work from um, uh, getting recovery time from explosive actions to get that down. So we have a different approach to it. Um, we are working always, like here in Ireland also, in 100% actions. So if we could do more in that, we would do. If you would do weightlifting after that, you would get injured because we do the max of what a body can have. Um, and um, so I advise them I don't know if they did, if they if they follow it up, but I advise them to not do weightlifting. The only exception was the goalkeeper because she needed to do her upper core and uh, that's a different task. But the outfit players, I advise them not to do weightlift because they would get injured. Now, one of the key players said after, after a few months, I have never ever felt so good in my life as I feel now. I feel that I can push through the last whistle. I feel that I can play another game after this game. I'm not tired. My body feels absolutely fantastic and I've never experienced that before in my career. Um, so the method is working. It was only different. And they now use it as if um, I am controlling them. I am the coach. I need to put in the load. Um, it's my task. To, uh, to get them built up to the top level. Um, we did have record-breaking uh, results. Um, and in, in that aspect, the players were absolutely fine. We had the least injuries of the whole league. Did any player ever indicate that, as you say, different methods, that they weren't comfortable with the different methods, that they didn't have clarity on the methods as to what the ultimate aim was? Did you ever have any sense that players weren't happy with the way you spoke to them? Not, well, the way I spoke to them at all. Um, initially, we have spent uh, a lot of time to explain to them what we are doing, like I do in Ireland, also like I always do. Before the training, we always explain what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, and why we do it in that way. Um, so they had to get used to a different method. Of course, it's changed. Um, but it's always been in, to explain what we do. And um, yeah, I had to explain to not do weightlifting because they're so used to weightlifting. Uh, the problem is with weightlifting is that you uh, get your bigger muscle groups stronger for a straight line, but in football you actually need to get your core stronger because you need to be snappy and going left, right, up, down, tackle, and so on. Um, and that is the base of, of, of our method. The investigators in the report said that while you did meet with them, you didn't cooperate, that you issued a written denial of what you suspected were the allegations against you. If you're so certain that there was no wrongdoing, why didn't you cooperate? I co cooperated to the full. Um, I received a, a letter um, stating that there were serious um, uh, accusations um, of, uh, against me and if I would want to have uh, an interview about it. So I, within five minutes I responded that I wanted to have it. The next day we had, uh, this was in the evening, and the next day we immediately had a video call. I said, I want to have a video call because I want you to look me in the eyes. Um, so we had a video call. There were four over there. One did not turn on the, the camera. And 
I said, just out of politeness, I don't have to do it, but out of politeness, I'll let you know that I'm recording this talk. And they said, well, um, you're the first one to, do, to say this. Um, I don't think that we allow that. I said, but why not? I'm here on my own. Well, you can bring somebody. I said, well, there's nobody here. And we have this interview. We're in an interview, and I'm recording it. Did you know, because it, it does say that in the written denial of what you suspected were the allegations against you, how did you suspect what the allegations were going the to be? The only thing what I can say is that in my year in the NWSL, I've experienced a lot, a lot of abuse. Um, that um, that, that um, leak seriously needs to change. Um, so I have written everything that I've experienced in the NWSL because I did not know what the accusations were. So I've written about um, the, the, the office and, the, and, and everything that they experienced. I've written about uh, my experiences with how players were reacting, how uh, players were treating referees, how staff were treating referees, how um, uh, other coaches were treating players, how players were treating coaches. Uh, what sort of issues were they that, that you felt uh, oh, well, compelled to write them down in case there was ever an issue down the track? It's all different kind of abuse. And that league has, ser has a serious problem. And uh, well, th there's new staff in, there's a new vibe, but pulling me into something that I have never done, um, what I said, they even said that they couldn't eat fruit because of the sugars mm. and they would gain weight. I mean, what nonsense is that? Um, as if I have ever, ever said that. It, when with Ireland, so that, that the fruit didn't happen because we hear, you know, Antonio Conte came into Tottenham and bans ketchup, and we hear that, you know, coaches have at times mad ideas about, and they want to lay down a law and set set a, an early marker like that. You for you, that simply didn't happen. It's the doctor who sets the diet, and um, the medical staff was not in the room when we were having pre-match meal, for example, um, because they were then preparing. So I have encouraged players to eat more. And not eating fruit, it's absolutely nonsense. I, I did not say that. So um, what, how can fruit put, put weight on you? Uh, well, if you, if you eat kilos and kilos a day, but not mm. if you eat normal fruit. I'm the first one to say to the doctor, the fruit is, is, is done, okay, please order more. Um, so going back to the cooperating then, how is it that the investigators believe you didn't cooperate? Because they said we were having a break. I, I was telling you mm. that I said I'm recording. Um, they said we'll take a break because we need to discuss. So they left like that. Um, they came back like that after 15 minutes. And they said we decided that you cannot record. So I ask, where is it written? Because I, uh, I need to protect myself here. I'm not sure, I, I, can, I don't oversee what you're going to accuse me from. So this is about my life, this is about my values, and I want to record it. And uh, they said, it's, uh, it's clear that uh, you do not trust our objectivity, or how, how did you, at least yeah. that part. Eh? And did you trust said, their objectivity? Well, if they don't want me to record it, I'm questioning what, what is the agenda here? Mm. Because what is wrong with recording? Um, because if it's objective and they would use my words the way I say it, I said, I'm actually surprised that you are not recording. Because how can you, how can you remember exactly what I've said if you don't record this? 
Um, so I said even an interview and now these days are all recorded. So what is the problem? They did not answer. They said, you can't record. I said, where is it written? They said, we are going to stop this interview. Poof. They didn't even say the goodbye. They have not answered one question. They just closed off the interview. And was that the last time you ever spoke that to them? That was the last time I've ever spoken to him, uh, to them. And I, I tried to get in contact again. Not possible. They did not respond. So I decided to write everything down that I have experienced in, in the NWSL to contribute to that investigation and um, uh, to make sure that things would change. And in that, there's also written down the way I am working. And the way I'm working, there's written down that I do not take weights. I've kicked out the, the weight scale out of the dressing room. I do not take fat percentages because everybody, body corpse, is okay the way it is. Uh, as long as they execute their tasks on the pitch, that is what I am judging and not a body. Uh, and they have not taken that into account at all. They obviously did not read it or did not want to take it because they wanted probably to be in control. And then they say that I have uh, written a, a 13 pages of denial. Mm. Well, it's not of denial. It's what's happening in the NWSL and all the abuse that's going around there. One of the things that it says that uh, you acknowledged was that a Houston player had raised concerns about a teammate's eating disorder and that when you were approached by it that you told that player they should have taken more responsibility as an adult by looking out for their teammates sooner? That, that was at the exit talk with one of the players. Um, she said you should have seen that she has an eating uh, problem and I said well, over the last weeks, I asked the medical staff, um, is everything okay with this player? Um, can you check her? And um, she said, well, already for months, uh, she is not eating properly. Do you not know that she took in, in, in um, a box, I'd say a, a doggy bag, um, took away the food like many players did, uh, so they did not stay, they took the food away to eat it at home, and that she threw it away in the bin when she got home. I said, how can I know that? If you don't, if you, you don't inform us, she's an adult player, and I said, if you see something like that from a player you really care, why don't you go either to the medical staff or to me and to raise your concerns about her? I said, that is caring about players. I cannot see that when I see players coming in, having a meeting, going to training, going home, taking the food away. Um, the moment as a coach, like the last two, three, four weeks, I could, I could see it and I've been questioning it. Um, that's too late. As a coach, you cannot see that because initially, and everybody knows that in sport, initially you don't see it. You only see it when it's too late. So what did you do with that, the information then when the player told you that That, that was the exit talk and there was already so much happening that um, she said that she had raised it um, at that moment to the club, not before. So I said, well, people will take care of it. So I, I mentioned it to the president uh, of, the, of the club and I mentioned it to the medical staff. Houston Dash issued a statement apologizing for your actions. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about the fact that they have done that considering you're denying think, all of these allegations? I think they've done it because they um, uh, think that that is expected from them. Because Houston Dash has never, ever 
put anything on my on my place. Has never questioned anything um, because there was nothing to, to to ask about. This is four years later, and. Um, Chris Canetti, the president, uh, had a good relationship with him. He left the, the, the club also. So the people that are in now were not there when I was there. Um, and, they, and they put me in a line with people who, who've done criminal offenses. Um, so do you feel they're just happy to throw you under the bus? Yeah, to, to clean their own plate. How do you feel about the players who have made these allegations? Um, how do I feel about the players? Of course, I do not understand why they do this. I just don't understand it. Um, there was also something about bulky legs. That is a word of the player themselves. Um, so you, you, I you don't accept about, that this is their actual lived experience? Yeah, no, I don't accept it. I don't accept it because it's the opposite of who I am. The Irish players, there will be a lot of focus now on what the Irish camp is like and if issues like this were to crop up within the Ireland team ahead of the World Cup where you're going to be spending extended periods together, are the processes in place? Have you spoken to any of the players over the last 48 hours about this? Yeah, of course with Katie McCabe, the, the captain. And I asked, I said, Katie, seriously, I would not be offended. Is there, has there been any moment that you experienced something like this? Because it could be that without knowing or something. And she said, oh, no, not that. No. She said, that was her reaction. Um, and I, I also, I don't feel it. I'm the opposite. I'm the one who's on the barricades to protect players always. I do not take weights, I do not take fat percentage, that's medical, not me. I don't even want to know it. Um, players are okay the way they are, and I would not know which player in the Houston Dash would have been to play. I would not even know it. So again, when you read some of the specific allegations of a player at training uh, lifting up her jersey to wipe her face, and it says you pointed at her belly and said, put that away. Excuse me? Has that also that, been? That's, that's in the report, yeah. Well, to be honest, I asked um, the FAI to read the report. I did. I couldn't. I couldn't face. It. I did not read the report. I only got stuff that a friend has sent me. What well, that she lifted her shirt. That basically, a player was at training. She lifted her jersey just to wipe her face, and when she lifted her jersey, that uh, pointing at her belly and said, "Put that away," implying that she was overweight. I'm just absolutely flabbergasted. I'm absolutely. I just. I don't know how to react. Is there more in that report that I still Well, it's, it is. It's a, obviously a very extensive report. It's 125 pages long. Yeah, I know that. How, how, that what was your initial reaction? pulling up the shirt and mm. that I said because you would see... More, more not in the sense that she shouldn't pull up her shirt, but it was more just, again, an undercurrent of not being happy with her appearance. It's just ridiculous. It's just absolutely... What are those players out onto? Well, I mean... Jesus, oh, excuse me. When excuse you, when this report first came out on, on Wednesday night and you saw that you were one of the nine coaches named and regardless, they're very much at the I lower scale. I don't even know that I was one of nine eh? compared because I did to, not want to know. Even. You know it, it, you're on the same report as, as a Paul Riley or a Christy Holly yeah. and you know, some of I the things that, that yeah, they I have done that. are absolutely horrific. 
you haven't read the report then and you talk about well I know what they've mm. done after I know what um, what's going around of course um, and it's just me in line with them I have my whole life been on the barricades for the safety uh, of players because of what I've experienced. I've experienced 30 years of abuse, of power abuse, of intimidation, um, and I have been safeguarding players wherever I go, wherever I go. Um, How does it make you feel then when, as you say, like you spoke so openly and so honestly of that horrific abuse that you suffered, you know, for the last six months you've talked about the support you've got to find your name on a list of coaches well, alongside what people do you, what like... What do you think how I feel? How do, horrified, how do you I'd imagine. Yeah, of course. Wronged? Yes, because it's, it's, it's just absolute nonsense. What you just tell me, a shirt being pulled up and the shirt needs to be that because, I mean, what has happened between those players? How did they make up stories? How did it come up? About the sugars of the fruit. I mean, how on earth did this develop? This this could be incredibly damaging. And I think initially, when people saw, you know, questions would be of what, how will the FAI react? Now they have reacted with full support. But initially, I think people might have seen that list of names and thought maybe your job will be under threat. Did you feel that at any stage? Did you no. did you worry? No, um, I'm I'm proud that the FAI did, did not jump like the Houston Dash. Did not jump on the table and say we are playing cool, we are playing tough, we are on the right side. They said, well, listen, we, ha we know Vera now for three years and the way she works and the values that she carries. We want to talk to Vera first. Um, and I'm absolutely proud of that. Of course, we had immediate contact. Um, but the AGM was yesterday. So um, they, that is why they pushed it to today. Because Jonathan Hill and the president, uh, Jeremy McEnany, wanted to talk with me first. Um, so 12.30 last night, because you know how long the AGM took, 12.30 last night or this morning, we were having a meeting. And we have openly discussed, and they were firm to me, of course. And I didn't want to have it anything else because abuse of players is the, is the first thing that I'm jumping on to fight it. Um, so, um, and th this morning we were we were talking about how to deal with it, and I said I want to face the press. I have nothing to hide because this what is put in that has not happened, has just not happened. And, and, and the integrity of a body is my first um, value, is my first concern. And whether it's a door of a dressing room that is open, or the moment that a, a male coach can come in, or when I come in. Um, there was even somewhere said that I would enter the apartment of a player. Mm. Um, I heard about that. You know what happened? I was in an apartment complex. There was um, a few other places there I, I wouldn't even know on what apartment they were, it was big. Um, and the only moments we saw each other was when we coincidentally were in the swimming pool at the same time. Um, and I was in an apartment which, along the street with lorries just going, it was just, you cannot imagine the, the, the noise during the night um, at the traffic light, huge road, um, and you couldn't uh, sleep. And there was a player and he said, I had that apartment last year and I know how horrifying it is. She said, I had uh, even noise on to, uh, to be able to, to sleep. Uh, she said, but I'm leaving. Can you, you can come and see if you like that apartment um, to see if you can take it. 
So she gave me the number of the apartment. I went to her, and by at that moment, I had decided already that I would not stay in that abusive environment, so that I would leave. And um, it, it was a better uh, apartment because it was on the inside, but I thought moving for the last two months, nah, last three months, what was it? Now I'll just stay where, where I am. And now it said that I was coming into an apartment to have a look how the apartment looked like. She invited me. She invited me to take over her apartment because it was less noisy. So it's just absolutely rubbish. And I'm so, so angry. And I don't, I, I don't understand that those players do not see what they do to me by saying that. The atmosphere around the Houston Dash, the way you talk about it, it sounds like it was completely toxic in a lot of levels. Not only Houston Dash. But, and then you, when you read this report and what the likes of Paul Riley were able to get away with, when you look at Irish football and the processes that are in place, if players do have issues, and I know this was touched upon last night by Jonathan Hill, that they are looking at all the process to make sure that things are done right. Do you look at the Irish system and feel that if issues were there for players that they would know who to talk to? Well, with us, it's the doctor is our trust uh, person. Um, within the FAI, there's an, uh, a people and culture uh, director where, where, where you have a trust person. Um, I think, um, well, I know that Sport Island has also uh, things in place. Pl- players know where, where to go. Um, here within the FAI, um, also something that I'm really proud of, never experienced elsewhere. Because of what I have experienced, what I came out with this year, the FAI, in, in the name of Johnson Hill, has said that we are, he said, we are talking now within the board or within the directors, between the directors, to ask ourselves if something like this is coming up here, do we have the right protocols? So they have planned to bring in experts to help us to see and to check if the protocols are okay so that um, if a victim is coming in, um, is, is not treated the way that I am treated in the Netherlands. In the report, they go into details of why they decided to name people. Uh, to name certain coaches and one of the reasons was that if they've already been named such as a Paul Riley that there's no privacy issues as of there but for others they said it's sort of well that people are aware of the way that they behaved so that they can't behave in that way again and I'm just wondering as to what happens next from this after you being named publicly in this report but you I think you couldn't be more strenuous in your denial of all of these different allegations where do you go with this from here? Yeah, do you just let to, it rest and move on with your life? I or don't is there feel another, like that is there now because I'm too down? angry. Is there a legal path that you can go down? Yeah, I need to find out. I need to look into that. Um, I'm too angry now to answer that question because my first feeling is to go to court. But to be honest, I, do, I would not know where to go. I would not know how, who do I sue, the NWSL, the players, the investigators, the one who's putting rubbish on Twitter about me um, to take revenge um, on, on something else that has nothing to do with me but with the club. Um, so it, I don't know. I need to find out. Um, the coach that came after me, um, that with that, that lead up became champion, did a very good job. Um, a few months later, he was fired also because he's of the also same named players. in the report. Yeah, the same players accusing him of something that he comes out now that is, uh, is also completely out of truth. And he has taken a lawyer, I saw, 
on, on, on internet, so maybe there is ways, I, I don't know, I need to find out. And uh, my first concern was um, that I needed to be open uh, to the FBI, to the press, to the people in Ireland. Um, and now the next days I'm going to think, what am I co going to do here? Because um, do you, does it make a difference if you go to legal to take legal actions, um, or does it make things worse, or um, will it help you? Um, I, I don't know. I'm just too angry now to decide. Uh, you were due to be in Dublin today anyways because the RT Sports Awards are on yeah. tomorrow night and you're nominated for Manager of the Year and the team is up for Team of the Year and I think everyone agrees it's one of the moments of the year and yeah. I think we were planning to chat today anyways and I was going to reflect on how you look back on 2022 yeah. where there's this one unbelievable high of yeah. Amber Barrett's goal and the celebrations and then well, not, Amber Barrett's, Amber Barrett's goal and then park, moment, it, yeah. park it there and then we're into some yeah. of the tough stuff around the celebrations, this and also what you did back in the summer in speaking so publicly about the abuse that you suffered, how do you reflect on, on 2022? How do you reflect on the past year as you head towards Christmas? That I hope it's 2023 very soon. Yeah. Thanks for talking to us, Vera.